I do love I do love doing that shit. Like um if I'm doing something like in the in the side room or whatever in the reading room or even in here if I'm just doing something I'll put a record on like that's when I'll actually put a record on or I'll put on like a YouTuber that I just really love and like is a comfort to me like There you um, go. I think some of my biggest comfort YouTubers are Kadikarus. You know who that is? No idea. Dude, he's fucking great. Um if we're not tired after this still, I may show you at least one of his videos. Okay. He's, he does gaming commentary, and he's British, and his just way, his comedy and his way of editing is just very fun, and it makes me very happy. <laughs> and it's just, it's nice. Okay, so Michael says, I get to my door and hear the weakest, most pitiful meows and freak out worrying about him. I get inside and he's perfectly fine. Aww. Artemis. Hello, baby. Hello, welcome to the podcast, by the way, the bonus episode for today. I am joined today by my very good friend, Cat. Ye. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Um, no, I know it's been a while since we've actually had a, like, a legitimate guest. I don't want to call Michael illegitimate, but he is my... <laughs> He's not exactly my real child, so that'd be fucking. You're not my real dad. You're not my real dad. <laughs> um, no. So we just had how many hours have we been just fucking dicking uh, around? Uh, I'm gonna send a ten. A, a ten hours? Jesus fucking well, Christ! When did we get I mean, here? Well, probably like eight. I no, mean, no, we, we got here at like at like. Six. Yeah. Roughly. So like eight. So like eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Something like that. Just digging around. Yeah. So earlier this week, <laughs> for context, earlier this week, I went to Facebook and I was like, I want to watch some fucking horror movies. Is anybody wanting to come down Friday night and just fucking watch horror movies? And you were like, I do, but I can't get down there. And I was like, Well, I want to help you get out of the house, so I'll pick you up. Yeet. <laughs> and I'll just drive you back tomorrow. And you're like, Fuck yeah. And uh, Michael was over. You guys know Michael. He's a podcast host and he's usually on, you know, the bonus episodes. When we can't get a guest, which we haven't for a while. Um, <laughs> and he's obviously one of our hosts. But I had my friend Jake over, which I haven't seen since since he helped me move in here, honestly. Like, he helped us move to this place. And, shit, what is this book called? Give me a second. I have to look it up so I have the facts on it. Um, okay, cool. I'm glad it came right up. But anyway, so yeah. And then I was like, fuck. The, the the bonus episode comes out next week, and on the way here... Was, was it the way here, or, like, before we left your place? Was I like, hey, will you do this? Um, I mean, I think it wasn't until after you had got Michael. Oh, was it? Was it? Up. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, well... No, yeah. And thankfully, you said yes, because, like... <laughs> No, I'm excited to do this with somebody else and see how they, how they do things, because I kind of get how Michael does things now, yeah. for the most part. Uh, he does try to change up. Hello, Dr. Mew. Welcome. Hi, kitty, kitty, kitty. I took my Benadryl. I can get some lovings. <laughs> <laughs> I for that's right. I, I always forget that you're allergic to cats. Yep. <laughs> and thankfully, I mean, I guess not thankfully, but, you know, thankfully, probably for you, we have two less cats than the last time yeah. you came over, yeah? <laughs> Ain't gonna kill me, but or it's gonna make two. me itchy. Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, before I get started, um, everybody else knows what we're doing. You know what we're doing for the most part, because I told you earlier. Yeah, a little bit. What is your, what is your history with R.L. Stein? would you say? Reading Goosebumps as a kid. Okay. Um, in elementary school and watching the TV show a little bit. Hell fucking yeah. But I wouldn't say it's, you know, something that I could, you know, give you facts about, per se. That's cool. 
Because I have plenty. <laughs> Good to know. I think when Jordan was on here for the first time, I was just listing off fucking facts, like how a Goosebump book would come out like once a month. There you go. Like when he first started, he would just dish them out. And they're still going. Like he's still going strong with really? Goosebumps. Oh no, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was still writing new books. Yeah, uh, he's on a Goosebump series right now called Goosebump Slappy Land or Slappy World. And every story, it's still Goosebumps, but every story is narr- like has an intro and outro and like in between narrated by Slappy. It's supposed to be narrated by Slappy. And it's a really good series. My favorite one is The Revenge of the Invisible Boy. The ending is awesome. It's so funny. Like, I love it so much. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, cool. But it was... <laughs> Party on, Wayne. Fucking, it is... I need to be transferred. It's like 4.30 in the morning when we're doing <laughs> this right now. <laughs> because we were going to go to bed. And then I was like... I'm not tired. And you're like, I'm not tired. I was like, want to do the podcast? I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. So we're here. We're going to wake up and do it tomorrow. But, you know, this works. This is fun. Um, but no, he would churn out books once a month. I think he does them like once every other month now. I could be wrong. It could just be once a month still. But on top of that, he was also releasing Fear Street and the book series we're doing today, Give Yourself Goosebumps. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was fucking going. I think... Um, if I remember correctly, there was an interview and he was like, they asked, well, how did you do that? How did you churn out those books? He's like, okay, well, um, I came up with the premise, like he came up with the title first and then would have like a fully fleshed out story within a week. <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense how not every single Goosebump book is an absolute banger. Yeah. Cause like, you know. Yeah, no. Still a book a month, though. I mean, that's It's that's fucking something. crazy. And the fact that he's still going strong. Right. I also love that uh, his wife is his editor, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, and so they work together, and it's it's so sweet. There I you love, go. I love them. Fucking power couple. <laughs> um, so, before... Well, actually, let's go ahead and get into what book we're doing today. Um, this story is called The Deadly Experiments of Dr. Eek. And we always like to go through how the title looks. First of all, these books have wonderful holographic covers. I see that. Do you want to describe this cover art? Uh, <laughs> um, like if Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls didn't have that brain thing on his head. And like a lab coat instead. And got a hold of <laughs> the chemicals. It's just a monkey. The I mean. It's just a fucking monkey in a lab coat. That's all this is. <laughs> That's true, that's true. All I can think of is, is the Puts more thought into right it than now. what is needed. Oh, it, monkey, that right. It's, it's a monkey, it monkey in a rich lab coat with spilling some, some green monkey. chemicals, but listen. It... <laughs> I'm going to be the prettiest girl at the party. So, here's what the back says. First of all, you got the tagline, he's out to take over your life. Then we got Top Secret and Dangerous. That's what your mom, a famous scientist, calls the research she's been doing at the labs of Dr. Eek. You're dying to know what it's all about. Then, one day, you get lost in the labs. Before you know it, you've become a human guinea pig in Dr. Eek's deadly experiments. If you choose one lab, you meet a dog wearing sneakers. He's half dog, half kid, and now he's after you. If you choose another lab, you get lost in a maze. A maze that just happens to be the home of an enormous rat. The choice is yours in this Goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 super spooky endings. I don't know how I feel about either of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, which one is better at this point? Like, I don't know. Okay, so uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. There are 26 different endings in this specific book. Huh. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you... Okay, so there are 17 bad endings, 4 ambiguous endings, and 5 good endings, which is more good endings than we're usually allowed. Okay. Like, yikes. There's been a lot. <laughs> I like those chances. <laughs> there was one... Like, I think I told you, but there was one where it was just two good endings in yeah. the whole thing, and the rest were just bad. Yep. And, like... Um, we also go through all the endings at the end. Like, they're on the Wikipedia, so we just go through them all. Okay. And some of them are like, what the f- How do you get there? Like, how the fuck does this happen? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, um, so, how we play this game... I thought I had a burp coming up, but I guess not. It still feels like it's there, but it's just not. <laughs> so how we play this game, I explained a little bit earlier, but we have here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven slot, like seven save slots, bookmarks, basically. Every time you come to a fork in the road or a choice, one gets automatically put down. If okay. you run out and come to a choice, you have to delete a prior one, which means you cannot go back to that one. Hmm. Uh, you have three lives to try to get a good ending. If... You get to one of those endings and say, oh, this sounds like a good ending to me. We can stop there and just continue on. Okay. So you don't have to use all three lives. But you can if you want. Are you ready? Yeah, let's all go. Right. Let's fucking do it, mate. Page one. I have a Dr. Mew in my lap now. She's being a very good girl. <laughs> I'm, where's my treat? <laughs> I've been a very brave little girl. <laughs> Papa, I have been good today. There were so many people Please give here. give me sustenance. There's so many people here. To oh, and she's gone. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> she's like, you said my name too many times. I'm like the reverse Beetlejuice. I'm out. Okay. Not chapters. There's no fucking chapters. Page one. Also, there's a fucking dumb thing that R.L. Stein does. I'm going to point out what happens. But you'll probably get it, like, when I say it. Okay. How did you get in here? A voice calls as you enter the waiting room at Eek Laboratories. That door is supposed to be locked at all times. You and your friend Sam jump. You didn't think anyone was around when you spot the receptionist sitting behind a tall desk. She's a short, frizzy-haired redhead wearing too much lipstick for her thin lips. She glares at you as if she expects you to turn around and leave. As soon as you figure out you're in the wrong As soon as you figure out you're in the wrong place. Sorry. I just read sentences weird sometimes. So, so first of all, the yeah. sentence about the receptionist, the way that they described her. Just Did you also little, picture Miss Frizzle? It, no, it hit okay. a little too close to home. Oh, really? Personally, and I was like, <laughs> damn, that kind of hurt it a little bit. That shit hurt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for my mom, you tell her. Who's your mom, the receptionist asks. Asks. I have a list. Ass. It's I have a lisp. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> she starts to pack up her things to leave. You glance at the clock. It's almost 5.30. Okay, I read that right. Quitting time. She's the new lab technician, you explain. She's working on some top secret experiments for Eek. Really? For Dr. Eek? The receptionist gazes at you suspiciously. Yeah, I, I guess, you say. But really, you're not sure. How come your mom never mentioned him before? Dr. Eek? All she ever told you was that she had a new job in a research lab. You didn't think there was a medical doctor involved. Doctors give you the creeps. Go to page two. Facts. I, I can't. Hospitals freak me out. <laughs> like, I don't like hospitals. Are you sure your mom works for Dr. Eek? The receptionist grills you. She raises an eyebrow. Her eyebrows give you the creeps. In fact, this whole place gives you the creeps. From the minute you step off the elevator on the 19th floor, there were no signs of life. Not when the echoing hall. No one in the echoing hall. Sorry, that was weird. Nothing but the creaking elevator door. Oh, that's a weird image. I hate that. Mm, no, thank you. And when you spotted the door to Eek Labs, your mother never told you about that either. Really? Why not? The door looked like the door to a huge vault? 
it was heavy steel and about six inches thick. I don't like that. That's a Ooh, that's a red that's a red ready. flag if I ever saw one. <laughs> uh, you're in the wrong place. Your best friend Sam pulled a small handle near the edge of the door. To your surprise, the door swung open easily. Okay, you told yourself. So the place has a weird door. There's no reason to freak out. Oh yes, it is. Don't you lie to yourself. Hundred percent. Trust your gut. Yeah, she works here, you tell the receptionist. She does research. Well, take a seat, she replies. I'm sure your mom will be right here. Then she packs up her oversized tote bag and walks out. That's not what you're supposed to... All right. right. That doesn't seem safe. Bad, bad receptionist. Bad. <laughs> the water bottle. <laughs> and it's even worse because I was a receptionist at one point. Too, oh, were you? Here. Yeah. I, so my best friend is a hairstylist. Is there, and I was a receptionist. Are their names, are their names Sam? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but, uh, but I was a receptionist for the salon. She's fucking staring at a wall. She's being a good girl. You, she you just, let her be. She's <laughs> facing away from our general direction, she, just sitting. She's tired of her shit. She's had enough. She said, I'm done today. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? She does research, took a seat. Oh, yeah, tote bag. You search around for a chair. Then you see them across the room. The chairs are all orange plastic, and they're all chained together. Don't like that. Sit down on page three. All right, if you insist. <laughs> right. Pop a squat. You sit down in an orange plastic chair, but Sam doesn't. He starts roaming around the rate the the rating room? The waiting room. Alright. <laughs> so what movie is your mom going to take us to? Sam asks. You shrug. Who knows? But remember, Sam, we promised my mom we wouldn't act too wild here. You warn with a grin. Oh, so you are gonna act a little wild. Where the fuck's my water? I had it just a second ago. Hold on. Fucking <laughs> It's always as soon as I start. That's a my mic is getting far away from me. Listen, I set my drink all the way over there, and I'm sitting there looking at it like, damn, that'd be looking kind of good right now. And I set it, it down. It's just over there, Muse looking at it like, oh yeah, I guess that uh, is there. I think I'm gonna reach over and grab it because I kind of want it. No, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. You can just push that right out of your way. Oh. Take me a little sippy sip of water so I actually have a voice. No, oh, excuse me. This old lady body be hurting sometimes. It's it's a struggle. Marianne! <laughs> okay. Great. All right. So, where the fuck were we? Uh, orange plastic Go chair. Basket. <laughs> Movie take us to who knows? Okay. Worn with a grin. Yeah, yeah. He says like he really cares. He wanders over to the receptionist's desk. He picks up a glass of clear wick. Wicked liquid that's sitting there. It's probably just water, but hey, you cry. Don't drink that. Honestly, yeah, just don't drink strange liquids you find. True. Before you can stop him, he drinks it down. Sam, Sam is a dumbass. Sam drains the glass in one gulp. Then he whirls around to face you. Sam, I mean it, you moan. You can't fool around. This is a science lab. Sciences in italics as well. <laughs> he starts to answer, but suddenly his face turns white. He clutches his throat and gasps. Then, the veins on his neck starts to pop out. A moment later, he makes a hideous face, as if he's turning into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay, hold up. You can't turn into both. You gotta pick one. Right. You freeze. Your heart pounds wildly. What did you drink? You ask him. Go on, go on to page four. Mom, mom. Oh my god, it actually doesn't do it. So usually what happens is you'll get to like page two and without making a decision, it'll go, turn to page 60 or some shit. <laughs> but no, this one goes straight to page four and then has a choice at the bottom. Huh. And I'm like, what? This isn't... Mew, what are you doing? You she's doing like, nothing. She, she's not allowed behind the TV and she loves to oh. get... She tries to get behind the TV. She's gotten better at not knocking over the switch. 
But she's still not a lot up there. <laughs> and she knows better. Hi, kitty kitty. Hey, baby. What's up, baby? You race over to the desk. You pick up the glass Sam was drinking from and sniff to see if it has a smell. Nothing. Sam bursts out laughing. He gives you a devilish grin. Water, Sam says, pointing to the glass. It's just water. You can't help laughing, too. You you like Sam. He's funny. But sometimes your best friend can go too far. He's always playing crazy jokes on you. Oh, yeah, just drinking a fucking random liquid he finds is crazy. <laughs> oh, God. Sam gazes around. You're sure he's trying to find some other trouble to get into? Maybe we should look for my mom, you suggest. Now, why would you do that? Stay right there in the chained fucking chairs and don't touch nothing. <laughs> don't touch nothing. Anything to keep Sam from getting into more trouble. So you're just gonna you're just gonna take the lead in this shit. You're still getting right. into trouble. His eyes light up. Great idea, he cries. Maybe we can do our own experiments. My dude, this is not the Oh my god. <laughs> Kids are dumb in the goosebump world. Like, legitimately so stupid. Uh, on second thought, maybe you should just sit tight and wait. Okay, first choice. If you sit down and wait for your mom, turn to page 11. If you look for her, turn to page 6. Hmm. This is up to you. This is your decision. This is all you here. I'm nosy, so I'd probably be getting up looking for my mom. You gotta look for her? Alright, let's yeah, go to page 6. I'm gonna look for her. Okay, so I do want to tell you. Sometimes... Not all the times, but most of the times. If you pick the obvious answer, like, no, I'm not going to do that. You'll go to that page just for Stein to call you a pussy and then send you <laughs> to the other page. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. It'll be like, oh, no, I don't want to go into the crazy murder-ridden circus clown tent. <laughs> and it's like, why not? It's a fucking adventure. <laughs> go to, You're going in. Go to the goddamn... It's a Goosebump book. What'd you expect? Right. <laughs> Let's go look for my mom, you tell Sam. But remember, no goofing around, my dude. This is a science lab. Right, Sam agrees. He zooms through the waiting room door into a long hallway. You quickly follow. Hmm, the hallway is pretty boring. I mean, it is a fucking hallway. Just a lot of closed doors on both white walls, and there's no way to show what's behind most of them. You open the first one and peek in. Bummer, it's just the lounge. At least that's what it looks like. There are two beat-up brown couches, a table, some chairs, and a bunch of vending machines. It's like a break room, it looks like. Cowabummer, Feels like, dude. Yeah. Cowabummer. <laughs> Got any change, Sam asks? I'm starving. You pull out coins from your pocket. You've got enough for only one snack selection. You drop the coins into the slot in the machine. You start to punch the number of your favorite candy bar. But before you can hit the buttons, a hand suddenly clamps down on your shoulder. Turn around slowly on page 14. Okay, here we go. Wow! You gasp as you turn around. It's a big hairy chimpanzee! Have you seen that? Have you ever watched uh, Misadventures of Flapjack? Yes. Have you seen that episode with that one chick? Chimpanzees! Knuckles! Yeah. Chimpanzees, Captain. <laughs> Fucking. You and Sam freeze. This chimp has you cornered in the lounge. Where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Is he friendly or dangerous? You have no idea what he'll do. And he's bigger than any chimp you've ever seen. Oh, you're gonna get murdered, my dude. Monkeys don't fuck around. Dicks out for Harambe. Oh, God. Just saying. Dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. Fucking. Mew. No. Bad girl. Uh-oh. See what I mean? She's straight going for it. She thought I was kitty, kitty. Did she knock over one of the uh the things? I see one of the earpiece set. I'll fix it later, but you you know yeah, better. Yeah, it's just the earpiece. Yeah. That just came loose. She she usually knocks out like this is my uh my uh VR headset on its stand by the way. Um she usually knocks over the left like what the fuck do you call that thing? Handle whatever it is. 
controller. Or the I, one the one on the left facing us, like not, you know, actual left or whatever. I just call them my lightsabers because Beat Saber is that literally works. the only game I play. No, yeah, that works. But no, <laughs> she usually only knocks over that one. I'm not sure how she fucking does it, and she needs to stop doing it. <laughs> this isn't even the first time on the podcast we've had to yell at her for, for trying to get up there. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to do this, and we're all like, nope. Um, where the fuck was I? Big chimpanzee. Uh, bigger than any champion. Okay, in fact, he's at least as tall as you are. More like a gorilla. Maybe he's a fucking gorilla. Ever think about that? <laughs> you, th you think? You swallow hard. I've never seen a chimp up close like this before. Sam whispers. Me neither. He whispers back. The chimp tilts his head, staring at you. He never seems to blink. Then slowly, he reaches his other big hairy hand toward your throat. Turn back to page thirteen. Fuck Kinky. You. Oh no. <laughs> My one weakness. So, so going back to yelling at Mew, all I can think about right now is from South Park when Carmen's like, Mom, kitty's being a dildo. And she's like, I know a certain kitty kitty who's sleeping with mommy tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. So, my bad. <laughs> Anyways, no, you're good. <laughs> no, you're absolutely fine. You want to scream, but nothing comes out. The chimp moves, cl moves closer, closer to your throat, but he doesn't grab you. Or even touch you. Instead, he reaches past you to the buttons on the candy machine. He points directly at A6. Hey, cries Sam. He wants you to get a different candy bar. Cool, you say, smiling at the amazing monkey. But is it okay to give candy? If you give a chimp a candy bar, he's gonna kill your family. <laughs> like you got... <laughs> The worst part about that reference is that's what my kid is bringing home from school right now. Oh, those, Like, he's uh, reading the, the If You Give a Mouse a Cookie books, and he's reading the David books, like David Gets in Trouble oh or whatever. Oh, my God. You know what that brings about. me back. Yeah, Jesus. He's, he is bringing home those books, and that's what he's reading for okay. uh, at school right now. Question that's just out of nowhere. What was your favorite, like, childhood book like that? Because I already know mine. Uh, so, fun fact, yeah. I can't remember my childhood. That's because fine. <laughs> I Shit have happens. trauma. Yeah. So, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Well, I will tell mine. It was a little book called Skippy John Jones. Never. And it was it. about a Siamese kitten who just wanted to be an outlaw in the Old West. That It was I adorable. And I remember vividly, I made up a song for him. Like, in my head. And it's so dumb. Because it's just one of those kids that's like, Skippy John Jones, Skippy John Jones, everybody shake your butt for Skippy John Jones. Like, literally, that's I all it was. That. And it got stuck in my... I remember it very clearly to this day. The only thing that I remember from my childhood vividly is Eminem lyrics. Oh, That's fuck it. Yeah. I mean, that's... The <laughs> that's literally it. The so. duality of man. <laughs> there are two kinds of people. I pushed everything else out and just retained that. that Giving was, treats? That Nah, Eminem. No. <laughs> I'm Slim Shady because I'm the real shit. <laughs> Shell Silverstein? Nah. Toy Soldiers, bitch. Stop. I fucking love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck was I? Oh, candy to a chimp. Before you can decide, Sam pushes the buttons for A6. A chocolatey, peanutty thing drops into the slot. What do you think? What kind of candy bar do you think that is? Chocolatey, peanut butter? Peanutty? I think it's a Reese's. Ooh. It didn't say peanut butter. It said peanutty. Oh, well. Peanutty sounds I like hope, a rap name. <laughs> I hope it's a Reese's because if it's anything else, then I'm just fucking, I'm leaving. Bye. It, it, it does <laughs> say it's like a candy bar. So it would have to be something. Well, Pe oh, maybe it's like Hershey's with almonds kind of. chocolate, but peanut is what Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Peanut and chocolate? How, I mean, what what do the candies have peanut and chocolate in it? <sighs> what? Fucking. Oh, my God, a payday. 
No, that has caramel and chocolate. Yeah. Does it have... Ca- no, it's not caramel and chocolate. It's caramel and peanuts. Is there even fucking chocolate on a payday? I don't think there is. I want a 100 grand bar. I don't know. You ever had those shits? Yeah, they're really good. They're really fucking good. And then I get to thinking about the peanut M&M's, but then I'm like, well, it's a It's a candy bar. bar. But see, but and they but they make M&M chocolate bars that have M&M's in them. Do this they, came do out they make like, M&M chocolate bars that have the peanut butter This M&M's? came out in 1990. Oh, shit. This was a February before I was born. Okay. Wait, what year was that? 1996. Oh, see, I, I wasn't even, right? even a twinkle in my daddy's eye yet. I was you, born at the end of 97. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. We had three Scorpios in a house for a very long time today. <laughs> it's great. It's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Okay, real talk, though. I did really like 2016's Blair Witch that we watched. That was so fucking yeah, good. I really enjoyed it. It's the only one that actually got you and me a couple times. Yeah. Like, I mean, the it was better night. than the fucking cult boogeyman. <laughs> the Empty Man. Oh, yeah. We watched. Ha- it's like a two hour and 16 minute movie. We got through half of it and was bored. I was completely lost in what the fucking plot was in the story. I was gone. I was fine when they were like, oh yeah, I see him to me. I was like, okay, it's like a boogeyman type deal. Yeah, I get it. And then they brought cult stuff in and got this philosophy. I was like, I don't have have the capacity in my brain for this tonight. I, I was focusing too hard on what the fucking cult's philosophy was to pay attention to what the story was and where we were at in the story. And I just became static, and I was like, I just don't get it. Like, I'm done with this. Let's watch Blair Witch. Let's fucking do (laughs) it. (laughs) Fucking, goddamn. You hear Mew in the other room? (laughs) Where the fuck was I? Good question. (laughs) It was like the fourth time. Oh, yeah, chocolate peanut thing drops to the slide. Sam quickly unwraps the candy bar and hands it to the chimpanzee. Its monstrous teeth chomp down hard. That was was italicized and separated by lines, so I got to read it like that. On the candy. He finishes it in two bites and then pats you on the head. Aw. That's my thing. I love that. <laughs> a moment later, he motions for you to follow him. Come on, let's see what he wants, Sam cries. I don't know, you reply. I thought we were supposed to be looking for mom. Maybe we should go back to the waiting room. Sam rolls his eyes. Did she just fucking come in here to, to, to do a zoom out? Yep. Like peel out and she run got back the down the zoomies right now. <laughs> Sam rolls his eyes. Where's your sense of adventure? Well, where is your sense of adventure? If you follow the chimp, turn to page 101. If you go back to the waiting room, turn to page 42. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm following the monkey, dude. Let's <laughs> go. It's a follow monkey. Follow the fucking monkey. How many opportunities do I get to follow right. a fucking monkey? This I'm fucking going monkey, monkey just tapped on my shoulder and said, hey, I want this fucking candy bar. It literally went, said, follow yeah. me, everything is all right. right. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going for it. Fucking fucking monkey. Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm go. I'm literally just going for it. Like, right. Fucking, you follow the chimp. He leads you quickly down the gleaming white hallway. Oddly enough, he seems to know exactly where he's going. When the chimp's not watching, Sam stoops over. He copies the chimp's lumbering scamper. Ooh, ooh, Sam cries, scratching his underarms and making chimp faces. All right, that's just species, specious. The chimp turns around and catches Sam at it. He glares at both of you. Sam, stop being such a fucking asshole. We get one opportunity, one shot. Do not miss our chance to blow. We need the fucking... Weird, you think? You know chimps are supposed to be smart animals, but the gleam in that one's eyes... Frankly, you think, he looks smarter than Sam. Yeah, that wouldn't be fucking too hard. (laughs) At least you come to a... At last, rather, you come to a door. The chimp opens it and makes a sound. It It sounds kind of like... Eek! You know, like a monkey. Yeah. 
What's in here, you wonder? You step through the door into a large laboratory. Sam follows right behind. Inside, a tall man wearing a lab coat writes on a clipboard. He whirls around. No, he just, he rolls around. He glares at you with intense dark eyes. Who are you? He demands loudly. What are you doing here? Explain who you are on page 122. Baby, I wish I knew. <laughs> I, wish I, I, had, you, I wish I had answers for you, If honey. you find out, let me know. <laughs> How much time you got? <laughs> you try to stay cool, even with the scientist glaring at you. You introduce yourself and Sam to the man. He reached, you reach out to shake his hand. Grown-ups usually like that. Ah, yes, the man says, squeezing your hand a little too tightly. I know your mother well, a brilliant scientist. You smile proudly. The chink chimp tugs on the sleeve of the man's <laughs> chint. The chimp tugs on the sleeve of the man's lab coat. There we go. That was a hard sentence for some reason. Trying to get his attention. He makes some signs with his hands. You can't figure out what he's trying to say, but it seems like a kind of sign language. The man nods as if he understands. Oh, God. I, I am Professor... I am Professor Yzark. Y-Z-A-R-K. Yzark. One of Dr. Eek's assistants, the man says. I see you've met Oscar. He nods towards the chimp. Would you care to take... Would you... Would you care to take a look at our work? Words are hard, man. It leads you in... He leads you and Sam to a wall of windows. You both peer through. Wow. Sam gasps. Take a closer look on page 53. Oh, hey, I almost got right to that. I, like, immediately turned to 54. Joke's on you, monkey. I'm fluent in sign language. What up? Let's <laughs> I just, go. I know you're trying to capture Let's me and sell go. my organs. I know that. <laughs> I saw you say it. Like, the whole plan is just writing on the hope that these children don't know sign language. Right. <laughs> Your mouth falls open as you stare through the lab window. You, to your amazement, the lab is filled with chimps. But they're not just monkeying around. Fuck you, Arlstein. <laughs> they're doing cool things. Playing checkers, painting pictures, and reading books. Kind of like we are. Look, Sam says, those two chimps are playing video games. Wow, you can't believe their... Wow, can you believe their scores? It's like a five. Right. <laughs> like, what kind of research are you doing in here, you ask Professor Yazark? Studying the brains of, chimpan of chimpanzees, he explains, chimps are very smart, and physically, they're a lot like people, only like 10,000 times stronger, and could rip you in half with a single tug. I love that. There was, I, I added that. That's not Earl Stein, that's oh. me. <laughs> that was all me. <laughs> but all correct. There is much we can learn from them. Oscar gives the professor a nudge, a hard nudge, as if he wants something. The professor jumps a little, and he turns to you. Oscar is wondering if you'd care to go inside. Nope! <laughs> Professor Yazark says he nods towards the next room to see the research up close. Sure! Sam cries, can we play video games? Oscar would like that very much. Professor Yazark replies with a strange smile. What's he smiling about, you wonder? Come on, Sam urges you. What are you waiting for? If you go into the room of the chimps, turn to page 67. If not, then think of an excuse on page 107. Dude, man, this is... I'm having warning bells just going. Uh, so listen. Part of me is like, 
fuck yeah, let's go. Part of me's like, do it for the vine. Uh, right, exactly. Do it for the vine. The part. other part of me is like, well, what if they start throwing shit at me? Like, literally, they like, just stop the video I'm games and just about. start throwing mounds of feces that's, at your face. That is what is concerning me in the moment. The one. The, the one. monkey's throwing shit at me. This is the one concern. Nothing else. Just the, <laughs> just the one. But I'm so fucking nosy at the same time. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What do I do? I do it's real, these books are really an introspective on how fucking long you would just last in a Goosebump right, book. Right. Like, you spend all your childhood reading these books being like, yeah, I could totally, I would totally do things different. And then you get to these like, oh, maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'm just right, dumb. Right, Like, what are you doing? That was a stupid fucking decision. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm the dumb bitch. <laughs> but I want to go into the moon with the monkeys. Right. Um... I think I'm gonna make an excuse because I'm excuse. really trying to avoid. I'm really shit trying. Me. Okay, one at one oh eight. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Thanks, but we can't go in the lab. You say politely. That's okay, Professor Yazark replies. You probably don't have time anyway. Your mother just telephoned me. When, bitch? When? Right. <laughs> when? When? Fucking! Oh my god. She had to go to a meeting, but she wants you to take Oscar home with you. Nope. <laughs> no, sir. No. Then someone will drop by your house later today to pick him up. Really? You ask? Take the chimp home? Cool! Sam shouts. Sam, shut the fuck up. Right. You do not speak for us. This ain't a class pet, baby. <laughs> but it's not cool. It's not cool at all. The minute you get home... Oh, we actually go home with him. Okay. Oh, that, yikes. The minute we get ho you get home, Oscar goes wild. He runs into the refrigerator and helps himself to snacks, but not to eat, to play with. He throws a handful of pineapple yogurt at the wall. Then he pineapple yogurt. What? I know that's a thing. That ain't shit. So <laughs> when I mean... he starts swinging from the chandeliers, you have chandeliers with your rich ass. All right, help you and Sam. You and Sam are worn out from chasing Oscar. I wish someone would come get this monkey. You say that instant the doorbell rings. You peek out the window. There's a jeep parked outside. Oh, fuck anything but a jeep. And standing on your porch is a tall, muscular teenager wearing sandals and a pair of cut-off jeans. No shirt. His sunstreaked brown hair hangs down into his broad, tanned chest. He looks a little familiar, but you can't remember from where. Who is he? Answer the door on page 15. Okay, this was a fucking turn I didn't expect. I'm just gonna say it. So I avoided having shit thrown at me, but instead had my fucking yogurt thrown everywhere. I guess. And my chandeliers torn apart. Uh, can I help you? You ask the teenager as you open the front door. Chimp. He grunts in a deep voice. Got him. Before you can say anything, Oscar rushes right past you. He flings himself into the guy's arms. He strokes the guy's long hair and playfully pats him on the face. Damn. Then the two of them start... <sighs> Jesus Christ, I thought it said making out, and I got real fucking scared. <laughs> then the two of them start making chimp sounds, as if they know each other. Thanks, the guy says, flashing with a smile. All at once, he vaults over your porch railing with Oscar in his arms. He leaps into his waiting jeep and drives off. Wait, you scream, running after them. This can't be the guy the professor sent, can it? And then you see the guy's license plate. What does it say? Are you... Are you ready for this? I don't think so. You should, you're not. I got, it's one of those vanity plates, the kind that spells out a sentence or a word. You stare, mouth hanging open, at the simple black letters. No one is going to believe this, you realize. Not when you tell them the chimp was picked up by a tanned, half-naked guy who grunted and drove a car with a license plate that, re that read 
T-A-R-Z-A-N. Nah, don't even think about it. No way. Couldn't be. Could it? The end. Motherfucker, what? What? <laughs> Tarzan, are you serious? Fucking Tarzan. What? You have two more lives. Which of the choices would you like to go back to? Or you're like, fuck that. We going into the lab. Okay, so... Take me into the lab. So you're I'm actually... taking the fucking monkey home. <laughs> okay, so we're going back to uh, to the la- to that last one. Yeah. And we are going into the room with the chimps. Turn to page 67. Okay. Here we go. All right. Why don't I take a click... Click look? Quick look around the lab, you think? After all, your mom never lets you do anything like this. I mean, I wonder fucking why. She never shows you any of this cool stuff. This might be your only chance. Yeah, that's basically how I live my life. Right. Yeah, we'd love to see the chimps, you tell Professor Yazark. Professor Yazark smiles. Oscar jumps up and down. Good, Professor Yazark says. Quickly, he ushers you and Sam through the connecting door. As soon as you walk in, all the chimps glance up. Excuse me. They stare at you and Sam without making a sound. Weird, you think? You hold... You scared the shit. You, you just scared the fuck out I, of I me. saw her jump up, and I just heard the liquid from your bottle quickly shoot back. I was like, are you all right? Hi, sweetness. Don't you just jump? So, like, I, so I don't have any pets at my house. So I don't you're not used cats. to just them appearing? Dogs. I just have my kids. The thing is, she didn't just appear. She appeared with a... It, right. Like, just, just poof, out of fucking nowhere, with a sound effect. And it, it scared me. That's only a cat, yeah? She just does that sometimes. And it's honestly great. I love it. Oh man, that was fucking hilarious. And I only saw it up in my memory. Full by saw her and then I hope that sound I hope the sound of the bottle was captured. There was no way it wasn't captured on the fucking mic. There's no way it wasn't. I just hope Mew got caught as well so it gets fucking what? Be perfect. Weird you think you hold very still, not wanting to scare the chimps. That's why you don't notice what's happening behind you. Oscar the chimp is slamming the door and locking it with a key. Mew, what the fuck are you doing over there? That's what I thought. And locking it with a key. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Find out on page 10. The exact thing we said would happen. What do you mean? I swear to God, if they start throwing shit, <laughs> it's just I'm leaving. You, <laughs> you walked into the building with a no fear T-shirt on. And as soon as you stepped in, it it changed to one fear. Exactly. <laughs> As soon as the door is locked, the chimps stop playing games and reading books. The fun and games are over. Several of them run to the windows and pull down the shades. Oh, God. They need this shit throwing to be discreet. When Oscar takes a lab coat from a hook on the wall and slips it on, he pulls something from the pocket and puts it in his palm. When he walks over to Professor Yuzark and holds... Then he walks over to Professor Yuzark and holds out his hand. Resting there is a small chocolate treat. Professor Yuzark snatches it and stuffs it in his mouth. As if it's a reward. It's like a reward. Oscar pats him on the head. Then Oscar points to a far corner of a room. Hey, you didn't see that before. You don't look at the full room because you're a dumb little kid. The whole wall is lined with large cages. Eek! Eek! Oscar cries, making that same sound again. Sorry. Eek. Eek. <laughs> Professor Yuzark obediently hurries over to one of the cages. He crawls inside, lies down, and curls up to take a nap. Same. 
Uh-oh. Sam Crook's clutching her arm. Look. Turn to page 45. How long are they going to draw out this so fucking So hold on, death? rewind. Let me make sure I heard that right. Who just laid down to take a nap inside the cage? Professor Yazark. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I also picture him naked, and I'm not quite sure I why. Just, I just needed to make sure I heard that correctly. <laughs> yeah, we just need to understand what this Planet of the Eights bullshit is going right, on. Right, right. Like, I just need to know. I just need to know. <laughs> I just want to talk to him. Just needed some clarification, that's all. As you stare at the cages, you get a horrible sinking feeling. You see that several of the cages are occupied, but not by chimps, by people. They're all adults, most of them are wearing lab coats, and all of them are asleep. Sam jabs you in the ribs and points. That woman curled up in the cage in the corner is the thin-lipped receptionist. No wonder the halls of Eek Laboratories were so empty. Hey, what's going on here? Sam shouts. Oscar smiles at you, a chimp smile, the kind of smile that seems chimpy. <laughs> then he lets out a series of eeks. You can't understand chimpanese. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, I was like, did I read that wrong? No, it says chimpanese. And if you could, you hear, you'd hear Oscar saying, we're studying human brains. Humans are very smart, and physically, they're a lot like chimpanzees, but there's there is much we can learn from them. Then, he pats you on the head. Why would we know he was saying that? Fuck. He pats you on the head. We're especially delighted that we now have two human children to study. He goes on. It should be very interesting. You and Sam back away. You don't understand what he just said, but as you stumble into the locked room, you're pretty sure you understand one very important scientific fact. This is definitely the end. Wow! That was the quickest fucking second death I've ever seen! Okay, so it looks like that route was an end either way. Okay, you have one life left and two <laughs> options to go back. You have uh, you have turned back to the waiting room because you already followed the chimp. Or you can sit down and wait for your mom in the first one. Let's just sit down and wait for mom. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm going to keep that second bookmark in there just in case this one was like, go for it, you pussy! Or some shit, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right, sit down and wait for your mom. Page 11. Okay. Good damn it. I hate when, like, a bookmark is too close to the page I'm trying to get to, and so it's hard <laughs> to open to it. Oh, okay. This is more than... Okay, so last bookmark is out. This is the last life. All the marbles, cat. Alrighty. This is on you. You got this. Don't <laughs> die again. <laughs> okay, I guess the first one wasn't really a death. They're probably going to count that as an, as an as ambiguous. An yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Speed run. How quick can I die? Let's Speed go. Run. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> Makes every bad decision. We're here for two hours. Where the fuck is the ending? <laughs> Let's not mess around, you say to Sam. We shot, we sh we shot the wait for mother. <laughs> we should wait for my mom. You take a seat in one of the orange plastic chairs in the waiting room. Sam plops down another one. Cow <laughs> bummer, he says. He does say bummer. Mommy I thought dearest will get us with the hangers. <laughs> oh no! I thought your mom was gonna take us to the movies. She is. You assure him as soon as he get she gets off work. I th see. I thought the the woman in the cage was gonna be his mom. That's why I thought it was going to. Right. I'm sitting here thinking like, where's mommy at? And didn't she leave out the other door though? Mom at? Huh? Like the receptionist. That thin lip, that thin lip woman. Gonna be honest, I, I didn't pay attention to that part. <laughs> I didn't hear. No, I, yeah. All I heard was she left. <laughs> yeah, really. She just no. She definitely didn't go into the lab because she left. Why? Why would they say she left if she just went into the fucking? Anyway, where am I? <laughs> 
Cow a bummer. <laughs> he says, I thought your mom was going to take us to the movies. She is, you assure her. You assure him. As soon as she gets off work. But you look at your watch and think, uh-oh, she's late again. Again? This has happened a lot lately. Okay, that explains it. That was my next question. You hardly ever see your mom since she started working at Eek, Eek Labs. She, Eek Lab sounds like a trap. Sounds like a fucking pyramid scheme. Why are you working yeah. there? She spends more and more time at the lab. When you complained about it this morning, she apologized and gave you a big hug. She offered to take you to dinner and a movies that night. And bring Sam if you want, she said. You check your watch again. It's almost six o'clock. Where is she? Suddenly, the door opens. A short woman in a white lab coat steps into the waiting room. She stares at you and Sam. Then, she motions for you to come with her. Sorry, we've been running late, the woman says. I'm Vanessa. Follow me. Okay, so I heard Vanessa, and now I picture her very hot. <laughs> so, like, like, I just heard that. I was like, okay, nice. I immediately went to Vanessa from The Little Mermaid. I went to Vanessa from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. She was a banger. Aww. She was a banger. Come on. <laughs> she was great. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Look, wasn't, wasn't that one chick from Victorious also named Vanessa? Or am, I, or am I wrong? I've never watched Victorious! Uh, are you talking about the main character? The goth chick. No, that was Jade. Oh, you know, yeah, that's Elizabeth right. Elizabeth Giles? As someone, I've, yeah. as someone who's never seen Victorious, that sounds right. Oh, uh, listen. <laughs> I've seen, like, snippets here and there. I've never watched a full episode of Victorious. I'm not gonna get into my obsession with Victorious when, you like when it? it came out. It, not anymore. Not anymore. But, just... but when it first came out, like, that was my whole fucking jam. I remember there was a, there was a phase in my childhood where I was just obsessed with the show Friends. Like the... The sitcom? No! I can't fucking stand that show. It's It hasn't aged well at all. I do not. <laughs> no, I I'm think good. my only... I haven't watched it in literal years, but I think the only reason I would watch it again is for, like, a childhood comfort, just because... Like... I could see that. Ver my sister Veronica owns... At least she used to own the entire seven-season box set, and... I just want, like, I just was like, can I borrow that? And watch every episode all the way to the end. And the ending really fucking broke my heart. Because, but I love I love when shows, like, add, okay, this is a finished chapter, but that still continues. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I love that kind of stuff. But no, um, I would go back to it for, like, childhood nostalgia if I'm feeling really, really down, but yeah. it has not aged well at all. That's how I am with, like, Pinky in the Brain. Really? Like, Pinky and the Brain is my, my go-to comfort show. I fucking love Animaniacs. Like, that, 100%. Yeah. I haven't watched the new ones yet. I really want to. <laughs> Do you not like it? No. I know Michael loved it. Not a fan. Not a fan? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh, this is a short page. <laughs> the end. <laughs> You're here for the raster experiment, aren't you? Vanessa asks. No, bitch, we ain't! <laughs> I'm here for the, my money. Except, the pay is $50 cash. Okay, we, we are. We're here for the exam. <laughs> For the experiment, you get at the end of the experiment. No, up front. It only takes about 20 minutes. Let's go. You look at Sam. $50, golly gee williker. But what kind of experiment is it? All right. Here's another choice. But remember, these count. So choose carefully. Do you go along with Vanessa? Or do you not, or don't, <coughs> excuse me, or you don't want to take a chance on the raster experiment? So yes, basically, do you go with her or not? Do I want to be a good noodle or do I want to make some money? <sighs> what, are you thinking? what about all the stars you have? <laughs> I was just thinking about that scene 74. too. 74! Uh, 
Yeah. You seem to care a lot about a stupid star considering you are one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, SpongeBob's fucking great, though. <sighs> fucking love SpongeBob. Take a quick swig of my wow towel. All I can think of that now is the Texas episode. <laughs> it's such a good episode, though. <laughs> look, it's fucking iconic, look, man. Patrick, I'm dumb. It's fucking... You're Texas. What's the difference? <laughs> it's fucking great. By the way, I do want to point something out that I don't think was on like in here last time you were here. Last time you visited. Yeah. Okay. So, back before uh, my friend Tyler quit the YouTube channel with me and like stopped being the host of the, uh, a host of this podcast and stuff... We did a thing on YouTube called Call Me Game Show, mm-hmm. where we kind of did live stuff, kind of like the 10-minute power hour with Game Grumps. Okay. For Valentine's Day, we did a special one where we made each other Valentine's Day things, and they're right there. Can you guess which one is mine? Here's a hint. It's the one that says, give me the knob. <laughs> And his is just a white one with, like, a very simple uwu face and a heart that says, Happy V-Day, zombie. And that's just the... He he put so much... He penciled it out first. I just threw shit on the canvas and put some hearts and fucking lightning bolts and shit. I think I put my fingerprint on it. And then I wrote, Give me the knob. <laughs> There's a lot of love put behind his. And yours is just... Mine has a lot of love, too. Don't you dare. <laughs> give me the meat. <laughs> It's give me the knob. You should like it, it. It would be good for you to get it right. Anyway, listen, <laughs> listen. No. <laughs> the thing is, guess which one took longer. It his, wasn't mine. His. His took way I longer. See, I mean, like, look at the detail he put behind the fucking heart. Yeah, no, like, that was he pretty took good. The time to to draw it out, to fill it in, and then put extra detail he did, back like, behind he it. He penciled and erased so much to try to get the words like at least decent right. on there, and then trying to do the shadowing in the letters. He like, did. Oh shit, he did, didn't he? He took his time, yeah. and you over here are just thinking about I'm Picasso in this bitch. <laughs> Slob on one up. You know, like, like you know that one dude, Picasso? Yeah, I'm uh, better than him in every way. (laughs) Hey, you got both your ears, too, so fuck it. That's Van Gogh you're thinking of. But it's all. Tell me you got dumb bitchitis without telling me you got dumb But it's fine. I'm also better than Van Gogh in every way. (laughs) I feel like a fucking dumbass. No, you're good. Let me reiterate it is now five in the morning. It's five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the thing is, like, right now is when I'd usually just be laying down and then lights off at six if I have overtime. Yeah. Which I'm probably just going to have this week, so I might as well just fucking whatever. Right. No. My plan for tomorrow is, after I drop you off, I'm going to come back, take a nap maybe, stream. Oh, I need I need to go shopping on my way back from dropping you off at your place. Yeah. Stream after I take a nap because I have to pull an all-nighter to be in to work at six in the morning on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because of some fucking... They don't have enough people on weekend shift. And so basically three of my days... Of my four days, I didn't have to work the two extra hours overtime. So I have to do... So I take those and have the overtime on Sunday instead. So I'll still work a full... What? 48 hour work week? Yeah. But, you know, it's whatever. Damn. It lets me buy more Funko Pops. So I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I just so- don't like working on the weekends. <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate it with a burning passion. I'll work... 12 hours literally every day of my natural work day. Please stop making me work the weekend. <laughs> I've made my decision. What? 
I want an old man to call me a pussy through the book. I ain't fucking going. If you if you don't want to take a chance on the roster <laughs> roster experiment, turn to page sixty three. I wonder if that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> call me a pussy. I ain't fucking leaving. <laughs> no way, you tell Vanessa. We're not here for any experiment. We're waiting for my mom. Vanessa narrows her eyes at you. Her dark hair cas oh, she's hot, definitely. Her dark Ooh. hair cascades over her lab coat. She looks like the witch in Snow Light. Oh, mommy, sorry. Why, mommy, mommy, sorry, sorry, mommy, sorry. <laughs> Wait here, Vanessa instructs. I'll get Doctor Eek. No, thank you. Um, a moment later, an older man with gray hair walks through the door. Dr. Eek is wearing a white lab coat just like Vanessa's, but he has his on backwards. All right. Huh? His face is soft and fleshy, same, and has something odd about his right cheek. It, um, he was talking shit. The, fle- the flesh looks like it has been pulled up to meet his right eye and then stapled there. Yep. That's terrifying, sir. Don't show that to children. Yep. It gives him a weird squint. Well, well, Doctor Eek begins. I don't know why all the all the like uh, lab people have this deep voice, but <laughs> my voice is tired and groggy, and that's why it sounds like shit. So it's easy for me to do. So I'm gonna go with it. Well, well, Doctor Eek begins squinting at. You. I thought it said squirting, squinting at you. Stop. He sounds like a school principal who just caught you stealing candy from the snack machine. Which how the fuck did you do? You even. I mean, listen. Oh, <laughs> I do have a story. so like at our work, we still have usually the places I work, the vending machines will have like a card reader, right? Yeah. Uh, I wish, but these still take like cash and coin. And there's something with a drink machine where if you get specifically a Mountain Dew, and you all right? Yeah, I was just burping, trying to keep. You just look around the room like, "What's going on?" No, I was just trying to lean back so it wasn't like heavy. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. You're good. Um, Jordan, full out like lion roar, burps into the mic. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's hilarious. Oh man. Um, the, the vending machines at our high school even took card. Really? Yeah, you never noticed. I didn't realize. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, like they had like. 16 different drink machines. Right. And like eight different snack machines. Oh, by the way, we went to school together, if that's not clear. Yeah. Yeah, they all took cards, too. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Well, fuck. No, um, but this, if you get a Mountain Dew specifically and bump it, like, just bump it, a monster will fall out right after. Oh, I love that. Like, uh, this chick on my shift, she she's done it accidentally twice in the past week, and she doesn't drink monster. I don't drink monster. And so she just gives it to this one dude. (laughs) Well, I drank three today, so... Yeah, really? <laughs> Send them my way. I'll drink <laughs> I don't think my, my throw is that good. Like, you're kind I of... I mean... Like, you're kind of like a... Stick them in your fridge. I'll see you eventually. Okay. <laughs> just start building them up. <laughs> yeah, start, start keeping a little hoard just for me. <laughs> you still bring your own, but like, no, no. You have to get through this first. <laughs> I'll just add them to the back of the pile. <laughs> like just a mountain of cans by the... <laughs> fuck, it reminds me of... A Christmas I had in high school. It was like right after my dad's divorce, and um, from his um, from from that bitch of a stepmom, and <laughs> from that bitch, from that bitch, <laughs> me and uh, a friend of mine were just hanging out with him on New Year's Eve or yeah, on New Year's Eve. We had a thing, a thing of Mountain Dew and a thing of Cherry Coke, and we were just slamming them, and we built a fucking tower of cans, <laughs> like a pyramid of cans. Hmm. It's fucking great. It's wonderful. Uh, how old were you when this was happening? I was in high school. See, I was... <laughs> I was an alcoholic in high school. See, I still don't... <laughs> like, I drink socially, but I still don't really drink a whole lot. I won't drink alcohol unless it's something that actually tastes good to me. 
Well, so. But I'm a whore. I'm a whore when it comes to soda, <laughs> like which is I feel like. No, it's a little better, it's, I guess, but it's just not, it's still not good. So, I mean, like, just, just to, to get a little deep for a minute here, I mean, it's, it's, growing up, my mom uh, was an alcoholic. She is in recovery. She's doing really well. Um, she's actually getting ready to hit two years sober. Yay for her. Woohoo. Right. Um, but because of that, she encouraged me, well, I don't, encourage probably isn't the right word, but. I'll, I'll use the word allow instead. Okay. She allowed me to drink with her at the house, and her reasoning was, well, you're a teenager, you're going to do it anyways, I would rather you do it at home with me versus, you know, out and about with, with whoever. See, I kind of well, like that idea, though. Well, I do too, but the issue being, because my mom was an alcoholic, uh, there was always yeah. a drink in her hand, and every time she had a drink, she made me a drink. And I thought it was cool. Yeah, like, it just becomes a normal heck thing almost. yeah, I get to drink. This is awesome. This is fun. And, and it came to the point where I was that kid who was taking vodka and water bottles to school because Wait, I had really? to have it with me. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was either vodka or tequila was always in my water bottles and then I was the kid that was smoking pot in the bathroom too and it I mean it became a genuine problem for me and I had to take a step back but like I said you seem a lot better now though so that's good oh yeah oh yeah I'm in a completely different I'm good right right so plus you know with with her getting sober too that definitely helped a lot yeah yeah like I said happy for her as well yeah Yeah, right right exactly and then uh, my stepdad he'll be a year sober in January okay hell yeah hell yeah exciting exciting times (laughs) I'll tell you my favorite alcohol drink it's a seagram's yeah it's called an orange sassy swirl <laughs> so i'm not laughing because of the name no it's hilarious i'm Don't laughing i'm laughing because there's orange in it and i cannot stand orange drinks really I hate that. Now, thing is i usually I, I, don't but it, it's orange vanilla flavored okay okay that's my see, shit because like i enjoy cream sickles no like, orange, orange vanilla is legitimately my shit yeah Excuse I'm me, so no, you're fine. I'm so <laughs> offended that the Dairy Queen right next to my house doesn't have Dream Sickles. Damn, I hate it because I tried to go and buy. I was ready to go and buy a box. So it was is, so is that depressed. what it tastes like? Then it tastes like a Dream Sickle. Yeah, that's it. Oh, it's so good. Just <laughs> has pretty you good. know has the acidity of alcohol or whatever, but or it yeah tastes like a Dream Sickle. Fucking love them. I'll pound those for like it's the kind where I'll pound those down and then it becomes a problem because I don't know. Right. Like, right. It's, it's important to know where your limit is, where you need to stop. I don't think I've ever reached my limit, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm at the point where it's... I, I used to drink for the sole purpose of getting drunk. Right. I didn't want to feel anything. I wanted to... Blah, 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 whatever. It's right. To, we ain't here to be sad anymore anyways, but... It. What's that simple plan song? I don't want to be sad. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I fucking still love simple so, plans. Same. So fucking same, good. Same. Same. But it's gotten past that to where. You know, it's I enjoy a drink or two here. So here, da, 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 oh, yeah. I enjoy a drink or two here or there. <laughs> but, but you know, because I grew up with an alcoholic mother too. You know, I have two kids. Right. It's very important to me that I don't drink around them, and I don't want anybody drinking around them. Hell, fucking so yeah, good for you. The, the only time that I drink is either when I know for a fact that they are knocked the fuck out asleep and ain't waking up, and I'll have like a glass of wine or something. Or if I'm out of the house. That's cool. I, I do not drink around them, period, because I don't want them to ever have the chance to have to witness I le- what I did. I legitimately have so much respect for you for that. That's actually so fucking cool. <laughs> so listen, so we, we went to New Orleans yeah. um, for Halloween last year because my aunt lives down there. Did you go uh, for Mardi Gras one year? 
No. No? No, no. October, Halloween was the first time we went. Okay. Uh, My Aunt Jackie, she moved down there. Okay, okay. And, uh, you know, my birthday is a couple days after, and her daughter, her birthday is the day after mine. Right. So we went down to go celebrate Halloween, my birthday, her birthday. Well, we went down to Bourbon Street, and I said, you know what? We had the kids with us, too. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'll have one drink. It'll be okay. You know, we'll, we'll be fine. Whatever. Not understanding how fucking strong the drinks were down there. I had two and I was fucking plastered. And as soon as it hit me, I'm just sitting here fucking sobbing the whole time. Like, I don't want my kids to remember this. They're going to think that I'm a drunk. And it was a whole fucking mess. And everyone's trying to calm me down. And they're like, dude, you're not fucking doing anything wrong. It's not like you're out here pissing on yourself. You're not out here. I mean, you're fine. It's one time and they're so small that you will be okay. Calm the fuck down. Real quick. Sorry. What is the, what is the heart tattoo you have? This one? We were talking about earlier. I love your tattoos. Oh. What is that one? Was I just looking at the wrong um, angle? So this is Kanga and Ruth. Okay, yeah, Winnie I see it now. At yeah. first, because when it was upside down, I was like, well, it looked like a stained glass thing from Beauty and the Beast, and I was just really confused, but it's really neat. It's actually a matching tattoo with my mom. Oh, I love that. She That's has so the cool. same thing, and then we got the pink and yellow in the background because those are our favorite colors. I do love your Killua a lot. Yeah. It's so oh. good and detailed. Yeah, it's so fucking dope. My best friend, Lucretia, has gone. I saw and that, And they're yeah. matching in the poses. Yeah, so I have I have eight tattoos and five out of the eight tattoos are matching with somebody else. I love that. That's yeah. so cool. So the Star Wars one matches with Brandon. Mm-hmm. The the owl one matches with my ex-husband. Not me, which, Brandon. Oh, her, no, my, my husband's name her, was Brandon. Her husband, Brandon, yeah, which is hilarious, but... The, the owl one matches uh, with my ex-husband and it's getting covered up. Um, At least it works on its own. Yeah. Well, I don't like it. That's so, fair. So the, the tattoo artist that I have, I've been seeing him for about five years now. And I didn't know this when I first started going to him. Yeah. But um, he was actually a drug addict at the time. Oh. Um, so, like, if you look at this tattoo, the owl, compared to the most recent one that he's done, mm-hmm. it's a huge difference. They, yeah, they look in, like completely different people. In skill. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy that did this one, he did my owl. He did my, my I, Star Wars one. He did my honeycomb. Your honeycomb my, is my favorite one, I think, that you have. He did all of my tattoos except my Kilua and... Uh, the one on my back for my papa. It's like the uh, the medical symbol you're saying, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, th- there's a huge difference. So he's gonna be the one to cover this up, and I told him he has freedom to do whatever the hell he wants. No, I love tattoos like a lot. Um, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get one personally. I w- I would like to. Like, it's definitely a thing I would do if I just had the money. Right. And like you know, I didn't. Because I collect a lot of shit. So, like, <laughs> like, I just have a lot of things I want to buy that's not spending money on that. Also, I'm a bitch when it comes to paint. Like, legitimately just ah, a fucking bitch. ain't that bad. Yeah, like, fucking... But it's definitely something I want to do in my life. Dad's getting a sleeve. Two sleeves. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, um, so, my dad... He's, like, a born-again Christian type deal. Yeah. Um, real good dude. Like, he's not, like, overly preachy about it or anything. Right. He's, like, a really good person. No. He... Oh, shit. He sent me pictures of the design. I can show you, actually. <laughs> no. Uh, he had somebody draw it out. He's getting two sleeves. On one side, it's showing, like, his, quote-unquote, like, evil past or whatever. And on the other side, it's showing his, like, rebirth, kind of. So, the fucking funny thing about that is if you look at Kevin's tattoos, my stepdad's... Yeah. That's how his are set up. One arm is like the good and the sun and shit, yeah. and the other arm is the evil. It's fucking that's funny. I like that. So like, 
I, I also realized, so he already has tattoos, obviously. He has a bulldog on his yeah. peck, and he can make it jump, and I yep. used to love that as a kid. Yep. Uh, on his arms, he has three hearts on one arm, which have me and my sister's names on them. He has, mm-hmm. it's Brandon, there's Veronica, and there's Jessica. On the other, he has his, his biological daughter, which is Ashley. The three of us got put on the evil arm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's being incorporated in. Like, this is the sketch for the evil one. Go check that out. Or, like, yeah, look at that. Let me know what you think. That's dope. Yeah, no, the art is beautiful. It looks so cool. I love how how the hearts with the names are incorporated in that Me too. too. Like it wasn't it doesn't look out of place. Everything looks like it's it's where it should be. Yeah, no. I think it's really well done. Absolutely. And then the good one is right here. That's going on his other arm. And that's also very cool. Yeah. And wow. like no, he's been saving up for this. He's been wanting these <laughs> he's been wanting these sleeves for literal years. I, I, I just love the fact that Ashley is the only child that's on the good arm. That's what I was saying! everyone else is on the evil arm. It's like the only fucking... That cracks me up. No, it's hilarious. I love it. I think it's really funny, but... <laughs> like, I, I do love my dad. I know it's nothing, like, actually personal or whatever. Right, right. Because the arm I'm... Just the way it landed. Because the arm I'm on is really cool still. Right, exactly. Fucking, no, but I know if I were to get tattoos at some point, they would be of shit I really like. Yeah. And like, you know. Well, see, I'm I'm a firm believer that just get what you want. You're right. Your tattoo doesn't have to have a meaning. And if you I, wake up one day and say, "You know what? This butterfly is really fucking cool. I want to get this butterfly." See, on thanks my for ass. me. If I go get that butterfly on your ass. Fucking yeah. If I believed that every tattoo had to be meaningful, I would never get a tattoo cuz like nothing would be that meaningful to me. Well, I guess that's weird. That's weird to say. But no, I would totally want like the Goosebumps G or something. I would totally want something from Sonic the Hedgehog, right. Doctor Who, Harry Potter. I would want that shit just cuz I'm a nerd. Right. <laughs> Got a Yu-Gi-Oh tattoo. Tattoo? Holy sh- Oh my god, a, a Millennium Puzzle with the Goosebumps G in the eye. Absolutely. You fucking cool. imagine? That'd be so cool! And some people will say, well, what if you grow out of that? What if you decide you don't like it anymore? And I'm it's not like, going well, to. It's, well, I've spent too much money on this shit to grow out of it! <laughs> I mean, even even if you do, it's like, well, that's a reminder of where I was at some point. You know, this is something that I used to be Oh yeah, 100%. About. This is something that I used to really like. And- However, for me, I- Oh, Persona 5, also. Oh, right. Fuck yeah. That, I think that I would, was a giveaway. I would really, we, we, we done been new. We already I think knew. <laughs> because I love all the characters of the Phantom Thieves equally, I would want each of their masks. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Like, just in a row or something, or up my arm. That'd be cool. So. Fucking. <laughs> no. So, I'm never gonna, like, I'm a literal adult. I'm not gonna grow out of this shit. I've spent too much money on this shit. I'm, also, I'm a collector, which means I'm, which is a polite way of saying I'm a hoarder. For, yeah. For specific things. But it all looks nice. No, it's yeah, all it's like put. Like, it's not just like thrown. No, and, yeah, like, it's organized. It's all. It's organized. It's on the it looks shelf. Nice. It looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> got my CDs over there. Fucking, right. Right. Got my vinyls in there. So when you mentioned masks, the yeah. first thing that came to my mind That's was what the mask is. <laughs> well, no, no. So I, I'm obsessed with Hollywood Undead. Hollywood Undead. Okay. And I have I've actually been. never listened to them before. Uh, like, literally, like, I've heard of them all through high school, literally never listened to them before. I've been obsessed since I was, like, 10 years old. And my favorite has always been Johnny Three Tears. Okay. And <laughs> all throughout middle school, I was convinced that I was going to get every single variation of Johnny Three Tears mask tattooed on me somewhere. Okay. Because he's had, like... I don't know, maybe four or five different variations. I've lost count at this point. I don't really care anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I had pictures of each mask printed out up through high school, 
and I had plans on where I was going to get them. Yeah. Like, I was going to get the first one on one foot, and the most recent one on the other foot, and then just get the others throughout my body. Right. I'm glad I did not do that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> glad I couldn't get tattoos at 15. No. Fucking, oh, Dead by Daylight. I would want a Nintendo one or something. A Legend of Zelda one specifically, yeah. <laughs> no, there was one where I, um, it was me, Michael, and Tyler at one point. We wanted to get matching tattoos where each of us had the Triforce and only one of the tri- like of the three on each of them would be lit up. Oh, there you go. Like, mine would be green for the for a Courage... Michael's would be blue for wisdom and Tyler's would be red for power like each of the separate ones there you go which is something that's been done before but I would obviously really just want to see the artist's interpretation of it right like we need to get back to this book fuck (laughs) I could talk literally all night um okay where the fuck were we oh yeah well well Dr. Eek begins squirting at you he sounds like a school principal who's just caught you stealing candy from the snack machine what can I do for you two I'm just waiting for my mom you announce firmly he asks your name, and you tell him. Ah, yes, Dr. Eek says. Follow me. Something tells me I shouldn't do that, but I guess we're going to follow him over to page 41. Dr. Eek la- leads you down a long white hallway. Doors line both walls. All the doors are closed, which gives you the creeps. What's going on behind them? Finally, Dr. Eek opens a door on the right. G-Lab is printed on the door. Is this your mom's? Is this your mom's lab? Sam whispers. Who knows? You whisper back, right this way, Dr. Eek instructs. He stands aside so that you and Sam can enter first. Inside, the room is crowded with all the standard lab equipment. Tables, sinks, beakers, Bunsen burners, jars of strange-looking things. Mood. But your mom is nowhere in sight. Then you notice a blob of thick, oozy green stuff sitting in one of the black lab counters. It looks like a cross between minty toothpaste gel and silly putty. I want to get that checked out by a doctor. Yeah, really? <laughs> it's the size of a jello softball. What the fuck is a jello softball? Like a softball made of jello? Right. And it's glowing softly. What's this? Sam asks, pointing at the green goo. This? Dr. Eek says. He picks up the blob. Here. Catch. And tosses a blob of goo right at you. I bet you anything, it's monster blood. <laughs> the blob of green goo flies towards you. Sam dives in front of you and catches it. It's an odd habit of his, hogging the ball. Dr. Eek chuckles. Nice catch. He glares in a... No, he declares in a deep, sinister voice. I think I did that pretty well, then. How do you like my new... How do you like my new invention? Sam s- stares down at his hands. His eyebrows wrinkle with worry. The green goo is sticking to his hands, but he can't seem to get them apart. What is this stuff, Sam moans. It's one of my best experiments, res- experimental results, Dr. Eek replies. Okay, hold up. <laughs> Dr. Eek replies. I call it my G-substance. G for green. G for glowing. G for gooey. A lab person just used the term gooey, alright? How about G for- GET OFF ME, Sam shrieks! <laughs> you gasp. The stuff seems to be growing up Sam's arm- Okay, yeah, this is totally fucking monster blood, ain't it? I, I just want to rewind a minute. I love the fact that you said a lab person used the term gooey <laughs> Look, rather man. than a scientist Look, man. used the term gooey. Words are hard, time isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick, but there's my excuses I usually use. <laughs> Uh, ah, yes, Dr. Eek says, and I forgot to mention, G is for growing, too. It's also for Gurmonster blood. <laughs> Gurmonster blood. Help, Sam screams. The goose slowly creeps up, both of his arms, towards his face. Quick, help your best friend on page 82. Why the fuck? He a dumbass. Why would I? 
Mm. She. Flubber wouldn't have been this mean. Flubber wouldn't do this to me. Flubber wouldn't do this. Quickly, you try to pull the sticky, glowing green stuff off Sam's hands, but Sam's hands, but it's really stuck. You can only get about half of it off, and guess what? Now your hands are stuck together too. Smooth move, asshole. Have fun, have fun, people. Doctor Eek says he salutes you briskly with a quick snap of his hand over that weird eye. Then he shuffles out of the room. For the next few minutes, you and Sam struggle with the goo. You claw at your hand and your arms, trying to pull it off, but it's no use. The stuff is too sticky, and it's glowing th- growing thicker all the time. Giggity. Within minutes, <laughs> the goo has grown all the way up both of your arms, and it's starting to encircle your throat. Just kinky. Just as it slides <laughs> towards your mouth, Dr. Eek returns. Well, people, how are we doing? He says with an evil smile. Are we ready to cooperate now? Because I can get that stuff off you if you're willing to do the raster experiment. Motherfucker! Oh, you have three options this time, by the way. Uh-oh. Uh, if you cooperate with Dr. Eek, turn to page 9. If you smear some of the goo on Dr. Eek, turn to page 37. If you just run like mad, all caps, by the way, turn to page 77. Oh, God. Uh, These are some fucking choices. Yeah, I know. I'm just glad we didn't run into, like, a fucking flip a coin choice. I just want my mommy! Fucking literally! <laughs> All I can think of is that daddy wasn't there to take <laughs> me, me to, to the, the fair, fair to change my, my underwear. underwear. <laughs> um, fuck. That's a good question. Stop! <laughs> no! Just giving her the fucking, the fuckboy face, is that no. what it is? It's like the squint, the, the squint, the raised eyebrows, and the lip bite. I hate that. It's, I hate it in a way that's so fucking funny to me, I do it to my friends, yeah? <laughs> you have to choose. <laughs> well, so here's here's what I'm thinking. He what says, would you do? He like, says that he can get the shit off of us, If you right? cooperate, yes. Okay, so if I wipe it on him, he's just it's just gonna piss him off. He's gonna take it off himself anyways. Cause what he if he how. can't? Yeah, what if he can't though? But I'm just wiping it on him though. I mean, like, but if it grows, but what? It just gets on his pants. All he's gotta do is take his pants off, and then you're done. <laughs> he's gotta take his pants off. Why do we mean... think of that? <laughs> so, but so so just take our arms off. We'll be fine. <laughs> done. Problem solved. So I don't want to do that one. Okay, so that one's out. And I, I really feel like I don't want to run because the shit's going to suffocate me. Okay, I, so, that's that's fair deduction reasoning. So are we going to cooperate then? I think we're going to go ahead and cooperate. All right, page nine it is. If I can fucking turn to it. <laughs> I went to page 12 and then went to page five. I was like, fuck you. Okay, okay, you scream, I'll do it. Just get this stuff off me. Then you shut your lips tight. The goo has crept up your throat and over your chin. It's almost into your mouth. I'm not going to say it. You can't tell whether it's the goo making your throat feel tight. I'm not going to say it. Or the fear. All you know is that you can't. Not going to say it. Breathe. Sam claws at the goo, trying to pull it off his neck. He accidentally hits his nose, and the goo goes in it. No! This bitch is dead. Hurry, you scream through your clenched teeth and tight lips. You can't do that. I just tried. It's not possible to scream. No, you can't do it. You just can't do it. Um, then you squeeze your eyes shut. If the goo is going to choke you, you don't want to see it coming. Also, I wouldn't want it in my fucking eyes. Right. Hurry to page 24. Yeah, there we are. Okay. All at once, you hear a buzzing sound. You open your eyes. Dr. Eek is holding some kind of electronic wand device in his hands. 
The device is about eight inches long, giggity, and two inches thick, giggity. About the size of a battery-powered screwdriver, giggity. He passes the wand in the air over the goo without touching it. Immediately, the goo begins to fall away from your arms, your hands, and your face, giggity. <laughs> I should call him. I should call him. <laughs> Whew, close one, you think. You'd like to... You'd like to yank open the door, giggity, run into the and run like crazy, but you still got gotta wait for Sam. Do you though? It's his fucking fault we're here. All right. Just guaranteed. I don't even care anymore. I'm just blaming Sam. Within seconds the goo is gone for good. Or rather, it's a it's lying in a puddle on the lab floor. Dr. Eat gathers it up in his hands. He molds the goo into a giant sticky wad wad the size of a baseball. No, basketball. Shit, that's huge. How did you do that? Sam asked. The goo stick didn't the goo didn't stick to Dr. Eek's hands. Never mind, Dr. Eek says. Follow me. Nah, book it. <laughs> Fucking really, though. Mm. Dr. Eek leads you to an adjoining room. Two big black leather chairs with padded headrests stand side by side. The chairs look like airplane cockpit console seats. They sit all alone in the middle of the empty, darkened room. Um, where the fuck are we? Where the fuck did I? I lost my place. <laughs> Stand by side. The chairs look like the airplane cockpit console seat. Oh, I'm just confused. They sit all alone in the middle of an empty dark area facing a two-way mirror. Then you notice something. Each chair has a headset on the seat, like the headgear Sam has with his vir virtual reality game. Okay, 1996. Go off, I guess. Have a seat, Dr. Econstructs, pointing. He clearly wants you to take the seat on the right. He points to Sam on the chair to your left and put on the headsets. You're about to sit down when you notice something else. Straps on the arms of the chairs. It looks like he's planning to strap you in. If you sit down and put on the headset, turn to page 35. If you'd rather get out of there fast, run to page 113. Fuck Sam. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know, man. Because now I'm worried about him throwing that fucking slime on me again. And I ain't getting out of that. I don't know, man. Like, I don't... At this point, you know... But what if, what if these headphones are like something that's going to shock me and end up killing yeah, me? Yeah, it's really just a like, bad time either way, it seems. I mean, like, how how fast can I go? I mean, like, am I a runner? Am I a track star? <laughs> <laughs> she's a runner. She's a track star. Right. She's going to run away like, when it gets her. So if I run, am I, like, ditching Sam or is he coming too? Um, at this point, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh... Sam. This is, I hate you. <laughs> Fucking. I always hate the best friends in these books. I'm sorry. This is so shitty. I really don't know. <laughs> like, if it was, like, like me actually doing it... Yeah. Honestly, I'd probably just sit and do the fucking experiment because I smoke way too much to try to be running away from someone like that. <laughs> I mean... Because, like, logic tells me I do not want to put this on, but logic tells me I'm fucked if I run. Right. Because if the only other option is catching these hands, and maybe these hands are ready to eat for everyone. But you are a child in this situation. Exactly. So that's not an option. What are you thinking? Fuck. We're running away. Are you running? We're All running right. away. We're running. We're running. Page 113. She a runner. She a track star. <laughs> we running. We running. Let's go. Page 113. Let's do it. No way, you say, eyeing the straps on the two black chairs. Come on, Sam. Run. Without war waiting another second, you and Sam bolt for the door. You race back to the lab with the goo, then out the door into the hallway. Now. Hey, wait a minute. Which way was the waiting room? 
left to right. Can you remember? You better think fast, because Dr. Eek is on his way. Well, left or right? Shit. Oh, I don't know. Like, you run out of this room, what do you, how do you picture going into it in your mind? Because in me, I pictured going into it on the right, which means if we take a left, we would get to the waiting room. That's just me, though. Did it say what door the receptionist went out of? We were talking about it earlier? Nope. No? I think she she just Fuck. left, so I assumed. Fuck. Well, if, you're, if I'm coming out of a waiting room. Yes. No, you're coming out of an, a lab room now. Remember? Right. I'm trying to put myself back at the waiting room. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. So if I'm coming out of the waiting room, normally... Typically, in my mind, left will take you to where you need to go, right will take you back to the door to get you out. Okay. In my mind. So that would tell me that I need to go right to get back to the waiting room. You want to go right? Um, We're going to go left because my best friend's left-handed. All right. I'm not going to argue with that logic. Even though I just completely fucking went against everything I just said. This way, you shout to Sam, you turn left to run down the long white hallway. In a minute, you reach a door at the end. You yank it open. Bingo! You're back in the waiting room. Woo! Holy shit! Yeah! <laughs> Thing is, you narrowly avoided death. I went ahead and looked. The other one's an end page. Oh! Yeah, you fucking did it! <laughs> we did it, Samuel, slapping you a high five. Let's get out of here! But just as you're about to race out the front door, you freeze. That's the vault door. The one that's six inches thick, giggity. There's only one big problem. And only there's one big problem. There's no handle on the inside. No doorknob. Nothing. No yes. way to open it. Maybe it pushes open, you say? You race across the room and lunge at it. Ouch! You ram your shoulder into the door, but it doesn't budge. We're trapped, Sam moans. <clears throat> We're locked in. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, you think? Then you hear footsteps. Someone's coming. Probably Dr. Eek. What now? Maybe you better hide behind the door and ambush whoever comes in. You're just gonna smack your mom in the face with a fucking... Right. 64. We don't have a choice. Okay, here we go. Dr. Eek's too weird, you decide. You start to back out of the room, but Sam still has dollar signs. Wait, what the fuck? What? what? Well, oh, no, 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 sorry, thing. sorry. I was on, uh, it's 65. I was reading 64, my oh, bad. Yeah. You quickly roll the receptionist's swivel chair across the room. You plant it behind the door so you'll be in position to ambush whoever's coming in. Ooh, that's gonna be rough. When you search around for a weapon, then you search around for a weapon. There must be something you can use to conk the person on the head. How about this, Sam asks, handing you the telephone. <laughs> just a cell phone. Hey, good idea, you say. You hold the phone over your head like a club and wait. You stand on the swivel chair. You open the door and Vanessa walks in. No, please, I like her. <laughs> you lunge forward with the phone. You reach out, trying to smack her with it, but suddenly the swivel, yep, the swivel chair swivels, then slides. Whoops. <laughs> the Yikes. wheels are rolling, 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 rolling. You're losing your balance, and bam, the chair rolls out from under you. You fly forward and hit the floor. A moment later, everything goes black. Go to page 69. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You wake up in the waiting room. Vanessa is towering over you and Sam is crouching beside you. Are you okay? Sam asks. Before you can answer, Vanessa reaches into her lab coat and pulls out a spray can. There's a sign on it with big red letters. It reads, Sleeping Spray. The Deadly Shit. Dust of Nightfall. She points the can in your direction and psst, she sprays <laughs> in your face. It's like, mother, you won't. <laughs> that one fucking cat meme. On yes. I love that so much. Does this whole monologue just get sprayed in the face? Then she starts to sing, lullaby and goodnight. You glance over at Sam. He is slumped to the floor. His eyes are closing. Pussy. So are yours. Pussy. <laughs> but before you fall into a deep, deep sleep, you hear him speak his last words. The phone. 
I meant you should use it to call 911, he says. Oh yeah, that would have been a good idea. Well, maybe next time. But this time, you're going to Lullaby, Lullaby? Lullaby Land. And they don't have any phones there. Just a great big sign with big red letters on it saying, The End. Damn. 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 So I'm going to take that as two bad endings and, and an ambiguous, ambiguous yeah. ending. What'd you Where the fuck was my mom? <laughs> Where the fuck was your Where mom? Where was my mom's? What did, okay, so initial, actually, I'm going to ask this after everything else. So uh, first, we're going to we're gonna read the list of endings. Okay. Like we said, there are 17 bad, four ambiguous, and five good. Okay. I'm just going to run through them. The bad endings starting out, we're going to do that first. The laboratory has been taken over by chimpanzees who are studying humans now. I think we got that already. Yep. Six dogs keep you, keep you cornered. <laughs> Sam turns into a dog after eating so much dog food, presumably he attacks you. Thinking that, okay, thinking that the other German shepherds won't attack you if you play dead, you and Sam do exactly that. However, you still have a human scent despite your transformation, so the German shepherds maul the two of you. The book then remarks that you're not pretending to be dead anymore. So you literally just fucking die. Damn. Uh, you remain a dog trapped forever in the canine maze, but you get, you seek to get back at Dr. Eek. Wow, uh... Where the fuck were the dogs in our, run, our playthrough? Fuck. I wonder if that had to do with uh, putting that, those headphones on. I wonder. Oh, my God. Getting cornered in a maze by a giant rat. It's implied that you and Sam are eaten. Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Getting tickled to death by chimpanzees after answering a Goosebumps question wrong. So, this book had Goosebumps trivia in it. Oh, I would have failed. Uh, the sheet that's draped over the operating table doesn't fully cover you, so Dr. Eek finds you. He hooks you up to some machines after making you drink a potion, turning you into a part kid, part dog, and part basketball hybrid. What the fuck? Alrighty, then. Uh, you try to worm your way out of things, but fail. It's implied that Dr. Eek gets you because you are unable to prove any of the following. One, you'll break out of the hives... You'll break out in hives if you read the end of the next five minutes. Two, you know the difference between creepy, spooky, and scary, and know how to spell all of them correctly. And three, you and your friends have read every single Goosebump book in existence without getting nightmares. <laughs> you are focused, you are, sorry, you are forced, rather, to clean a giant-sized restroom. Oh, I hate that. Oh, no thanks. Entering a virtual world. Okay, here we go. You're confronted by a Komodo dragon thinking he will leave you alone if you stand still. You're mistaken. The Komodo dragon takes a bite out of your side and the bacteria in his saliva kills you, allowing him to eat at his leisure. Damn. You become a clone of Dr. Eek. No one recognizes you anymore, not even the police, and it's implied that they arrest you. You can only reach this ending if you're a right-handed person. So there were shit like that in there. Oh my god, I hate that. Are you right or left-handed? I'm right-handed. So you'd have fucked. You would have yep. failed immediately. Gotcha. Yep. Vanessa, one of Vanessa, one of these scientists sprays sleeping spray into your face. Then she slam spray slams spray sprays Sam with it. Both of you drift off to slumber. So we got that. Yep. That one. Uh, entering the wrong room, you meet up with a vamp vampirilla, a cross between a gorilla and a vampire bat, which is also a cross, which is so cross that it tears you apart. Doctor Eek reveals that he always wears a mask underneath the first. You are conf you are consumed by the green goo. What? I think that's that. What that? If, like if we would have wiped the goo on him. Oh, like gotcha, gotcha. After eating strawberry jam, you break out in hives since you're allergic to strawberries. The electric company shuts off the power since Doctor Eek hasn't paid up. The allergic reaction cuts off your breathing, causing you to asphyxiate. Jesus Damn. Christ! Holy fuck, that one's actually kind of too real. Right. Oh my god. 
And finally, the last bad ending, you get covered in green goo. When you meet up with your mother, she thinks you and Sam are aliens. Who knows what the United States military would think of this? Time to say... Rick's Rimp the end in Martian. It's W-R-X-T space R-I-N-P. Huh? I don't fucking know. Okay, ambiguous endings. Your mother finds you and you go straight to bed and, and the book chastises, chastises you for having no sense of adventure. So that was one. Um, that was one of the fuck you endings. Uh, you see the chimpanzee get picked up by Tarzan. No one knows, no one you know will believe this. Okay, so we got that one. So was that, was that a good ending? That was ambiguous. ambiguous. Oh, okay, okay. That was ambiguous. You take a red pill and transform back, but Sam remains a dog. And finally, it turns out you were just having a bad dream. Oh, fuck, I hate those kind of endings. Uh, of course, your mother thinks you're talking about her new laboratory after school. Thinks about taking you, sorry, to your, her new laboratory. <laughs> so we have an, it's all a dream ending. No so, thanks. one of my favorite one of these is called Trapped in Batwing Hall, and it literally has one. It's about, um, you're going to, like, a spooky club at a haunted house or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're all monsters, and you, at one point, you can go through a door, and it'll just, you'll fall until you drop back in your bed at the beginning of that day. Ooh, I don't like And that. it restarts the book. Huh. Yeah. Good endings. Here we go. So, there's five good endings, it said? I think so. I think so. Okay. One, you, this is a long one. You meet your real mother who allows you and Sam to play with a hologram machine. You and Sam make copies of yourself and leave them in the lab. It's implied that your copies end up in trouble. Uh, the way, the way this ending is worded sounds like it is trying to explain how this book has several different endings, i.e. all other endings are for your clones and not for you. Hmm. All right. Fuck. That's a mind fuck. Right. Uh, you escape the canine maze, but you're still stuck as a German Shepherd. You find your mom below the maze and eventually return home as the new family pet. You become a world-famous show dog capable of doing amazing tricks. If you want to get this ending, you must be at least four feet and three inches tall. I'm five foot two! You just barely made it. Good job. <laughs> a little over foot. Uh, you escape the canine maze and meet up with your mother. After all the horrifying experience you ha you've had, all you want to do is go home. You must obtain the silver whistle from Joseph, the half-boy, half-dog. Uh, your mother arrives just in time and summons the police, who arrest Dr. Eek. Sam tells you that you owe him $50. <laughs> and they also, I love the Wikipedia because it tells you which page numbers you have to go to to get these endings. Oh, there you go. Um... Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your mother summons the police who arrest Dr. Eek. When Sam hears the police found a giant toad that can sing, he decides to go searching for it. However, this ending isn't fair because you can only reach it if you're left-handed and the average person is right-handed. Damn. Fuck. So your friend you were talking about would have got that. Mm-hmm. Okay. We also have a couple trivia things. Uh-oh. Okay, so on the front, that's a vampirilla. Vampirilla. That's what that's supposed to be, I guess. Oh. The vampirilla on the cover has little to do with the actual story. <laughs> I said this was trivia, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, on page 76, it is there's a Goosebump trivia question on My Harry's Adventure. There are two ways to reach this page. Have you ever read that one? Uh, maybe. I My don't know. So, My Harry's Adventure is one of the dumbest ones, uh, definitely. It is about a child who puts on some lotion that's very old and thinks it's giving him hair. It turns out he's actually a dog, and his parents were, mm. were turning him and his fr friends. I was going to say, open it up to that question, see if I can answer it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Page 76. Let's actually see. Fuck it. 76. Uh, uh, okay. Let's see. Where are you? Cammies. Answers goosebump questions. I'm a goosebumps expert. You slap a hit. Okay. 
In the book My Harry's Adventure, when Larry first notices the thick black hair growing on his hands, what is he holding? A toothbrush or a hairbrush? Oh my god, I don't even know this one. Uh, nope. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> 24. <laughs> the ending where you turn into Dr. Eek would not be so easily lost if it wasn't a game wasn't a game book the main character would have known things about their life that dr eek would not and be able to tell sam about them yeah really yeah uh the book is tied with all day nightmare as the book has the most good slash ambiguous endings and this book has the smallest number of pages so yeah this has like the most good endings i guess yeah uh the child i didn't get any of them <laughs> fucking you, you did your best like I wouldn't have been able to tell that you were doing anything wrong. <laughs> like, fuck. The title of the book is structurally similar to that of another Give Yourself Goosebumps books, The Creepy Creations of Professor Shock, which I think we've done on here before with Tyler. I think. I can't remember. The Singing Frog mentions mention in one of the endings maybe a re reference to Michelin, Michigan J Frog, a singing, dancing frog seen in the Looney Tunes short for a few wonder. Hello, my baby! baby. Hello, Hello, my honey! honey. Hello, my rag. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, despite the blurb strongly implying that the half dog half kid named joseph in the actual story is an enemy the reader must escape from he is a good character in the book and even necessary to meet in order to achieve one of the good choices early on this book references jack dr jekyll and mr hyde another story about a mad scientist and then finally dominic's pizza is a possible parody of domino's pizza I believe that. References in other Goosebumps menu. There are two. Dr. Eek is mentioned in Goosebumps Horror Town, which is a game. I think it's like an app game. And Vampirilla is mentioned in an early draft of the Goosebumps film. Have you seen oh. the Goosebumps movie? Uh-uh. I haven't either. I really need to. Wait. Is that the one the? There are two of them. Jack Black plays R.L. Stein. Yes. You I have, have seen, seen that. What yes. do you think about it? I enjoyed it. Okay, good, lot. good. Yeah. What do you think about this book? Like, overall, after hearing everything, all the endings, what do you think about it? Like, what are your opinions on this book specifically? Uh, you weren't kidding when you said that <laughs> just because it seems like it's the right decision don't mean it's going to be the right decision. Oh, 100%. It, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's been such a long time since I've done, like, a choose-your-own-adventure kind yeah. of book. And it's... I've really enjoyed the experience i thought really it was a lot fun. of fun it can yeah. be really fun yeah. yeah it was cool to sit here and like try to try to explain what my reasoning was behind my choice i love that i did and then like, the I book being like that. fuck you you were wrong <laughs> <laughs> i'm throwing yogurt all across your house <laughs> survey says you tried your best unfortunately it was not good enough <laughs> <laughs> you are still incorrect <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yeah i mean overall i really enjoyed the experience with it how fucking yeah well I think, uh, God, this is probably one of our longest episodes. I don't even know what it is. Oh, rip. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's a once a month thing. It, it's a bonus. Um, do you want to shout out like your TikTok or anything, and like just anything you might want to do that you want to point people towards? Nah. No, I ain't really. About it. Nah, I'm good. You got those big TikTok followers if, if, now. You don't. If it's, if it's meant to be, it'll come to okay, me. Okay, all right. Not, Hell yeah. Well, yeah. I really don't care. I mean, it's my handle on everything is literally Mama Spurgeon. Okay. So it's if it's meant to be, it'll come. If not, it's like surgeon oh, well. with a P. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. Hell yeah. Um, is there anything that you've been into recently that you want to shout out? <laughs> Squid Games. Oh yeah. You... <laughs> Watch fucking Squid Games. It's on Netflix. Make right? Make Netflix give me that season two. <laughs> <laughs> 
what okay explain real quick what squid games is give people a taste what's going on it so squid games is about like a bunch of people that are like severely in debt um i mean i'm talking like millions billions of won and it's set in, in in south korea right the squid games is an opportunity for these people that are in debt to go and play these these games from you know like childhood like games. a game show or whatever right kind of kind yeah. of okay yeah i mean like the, the trailer's going around and it's in the first trailer so you know what the first game is anyways right it's red light green light oh okay so it's it's six games um and they give you the opportunity to to come in and play these games and the winner the the winners of you know at the very end is the the person or people who get to walk away with all of that prize money. Right. And I think in total, it was probably around like 50 billion won is what the final prize money was. Well, shit. So it's, it's, it's a very gory show. In, yeah, it's like a opinion. horror thing, kind of, right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't say anything about it is necessarily scary at all. Just it's very just gory. gory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if that's what you're into, There's check out fucking Squid Games. Definitely. I think I'm going to, yeah. Definitely a trigger warning for suicide. Uh, okay. But other than that, a fucking phenomenal. I loved it. It had me crying on the second episode. <laughs> it Speak, was great. Speaking of a trigger warning for suicide, um, Back when Tyler was a host, there was times when he couldn't make it, and me and Michael would do these things called uh, hiatus book clubs, mm-hmm. where we would take a look at the Goosebump books that didn't get episodes for the show, and we took a look at the one. I think the second one we looked at, we took we took a look at two, and they're my they're not, they're my two favorite Goosebump books: uh, Beast from the East and Curse of Camp Cold Lake, which is my favorite camp story. Okay, and rereading it, there is the main character tries to fake fake die and ends up actually killing herself and that's kind of wow. like the thing like love that or at least like actually drowning herself but yeah basically tries to fake fucking for attention to like mm. make people like her no yeah it was actually very it was like wait what the fuck are all sign i didn't i never thought about it like this before no yeah <laughs> but no fun i guess it's still one of my favorites just because i really like the aesthetic of the book and shit but no thank you so thank you so much for coming on i really do appreciate it. this is yeah, one of the funnest me. bonus episodes i've ever done this is so <laughs> this was actually really i'm dope. the party fuck yeah you are um and everybody thank you guys so much for listening so how we usually end this i say uh sit, stay creepy and then everybody says boo bye you want to do that with me boo bye boo bye can i say booby you can I'm say kidding. it. You can say it after you say. I say it all the time. Like after I say boobie, I'll go boobies, and then Jordan will go. And that's the news. And I'm not quite sure why, but she just does that. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much. Uh, you can check out my links below. And stay creepy. And boobie. Boobies. You did good. You did good. <laughs> <laughs>